What's good, U of M? It's your boy, Professor Brennan, here with Professor Tino. What's goody? So, Tino, we're finally back fully in the offices. Back in the office, back in person, back in the studio. Things can only go better. Actually, wouldn't it be the opposite? Things can only now go downhill from here. Like they we can finally, go terribly downhill. We're, we're actually at the peak now. Things this, have gone the best that they can get. This, yeah, this this could be. I, the masks. I want to talk about the masks and how the masks are back because. Yeah, absolutely. First, I just want to yeah. say, yeah, it's crazy that we've been AMSU employees for 16 months, and Has finally we're full time back in the office. But yeah, it's just good too. This is the first time that we've had staff fully back, yes. and it's been good. We had a nice little get together like lunch or breakfast thing just to meet this or yeah get used to working with the staff and yeah i think produ- productivity will be on an all-time high here at umsu i'm very excited for that right before school starts but yes Absolutely. go on about these new restrictions or yeah mask mandate honestly i didn't even have a whole rant prepared but i did want to talk about just like you're saying this is the peak i don't think things could possibly get any better so maybe part <laughs> probably poised to get worse i think there's a there's an outbreak a couple places in the province and then also i really really hope we don't have lockdowns uh the vaccines should help because um, i'm hearing at least that some cases are mild if you catch covid now obviously don't go catch covid but (laughs) you know um yeah it's really good to have masks back it's it's for once in this province, I feel like they did they t- they did the right thing. You know, they took preemptive steps. Yep. I like that they're mandating vaccines to basically do anything in this province, finally forcing people to go and get it. Yep. Um, you know, uh, hopefully people aren't trying to get around the QR code thing. I know I yeah. have, I've heard of individuals actually asking others for their QR really? code to get. Thankfully, the people that have been asked have said no. So, yeah, it just really forces people to get vaccinated. I love that. And, um, again, yeah, and it's just good to have masks so we don't have to go into another lockdown. Like, finally, my mental health is all-time high. Like, let's go. Um, At the same time, it's at an all-time low because summer is over. It's August 30th when we're recording this. You know, it'll be September 2nd when this comes out. And, you know, hot boy summer, it was good to me. Um, I just want to quickly go over my top three (laughs) moments. Yes. (laughs) Number three. Canada Day weekend, just overall a good time. You All know, right. you can go back and listen to the podcast that I talk about. That um, it's just a good time. I don't remember Canada Day from this year, but anyways, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> fair two. enough. Um, number two, yep. stealing a street sign, uh, right. my neighborhood street sign. Beautiful. Okay, now I just have that forever. Just you just good. have this recorded evidence. I'm like, what's this man talking about? Listen, just like incriminating himself. I really think statue of limitations. <laughs> you can't, you can't get me for this now. Definitely not after like three months or something. I think. Yeah, I think I'm good at this point. Do you think it's three months for? I'm not gonna say how long it's been because then they, they can tra- they can track me back Fair. down. I can I can admit to doing this. And I'm gonna yeah. say like, but you don't have any more evidence on it. You don't know which street sign I stole. You don't know uh, when I stole it. You how said I stole the one it. in my street at home though. Well, now you're outing me. I, I guess I didn't. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not outing you. I'm okay, just saying it's a recording. But there's two of them, so you know which one I got. So, <laughs> and again, statute of limitations. Sure, uh, statute of limitations. Uh, I'll take that as a defense. And finally, number one, very. It's weird, but yeah, peeing in the Canada's Wonderland oh, pool. Wow. I don't know why, because we <laughs> we were so hot. We were just we had to go to the bathroom, but we didn't want to waste any time in those bathrooms. We got into the pool. Right. And just like watching the behemoth roller coaster, chilling in the pool, and just like laying it go. It's just all my worries. Just most bliss I've ever felt in life. Oh, gosh. Um, But yeah, that's Hot Boy Summer over. I'm done wilding out. I remember I told you at the beginning it was no sleep summer. I'm going to get back on the natural good sleep schedule. I was in the office at 8 a.m. today. I woke up very early. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. 
I, I think someone called it like idiot boy fall. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just Twitter trends. Idiot boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know where they got that from. But basically, I'm I'm ready. I'm w- ready to start stop wilding out. I'm ready for just like be productive. You know, we're back in the office Beautiful. every day. Just productive, Brendan. It's time. Beautiful. It is time. I love that for you. Um, I I don't know what to say to your criminal acts. All all I can say is that I'm distanced from them and I know <laughs> nothing about them. Um, I don't want to get deported. Mm. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, no, that's awesome. I think my summer was best thing I did this summer. Number one, because I didn't come up with a list prepared, but barbecue, barbecue, yeah, percent barbecue. Um, you're too grill, predictable. <laughs> <laughs> Changed my life. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, I, it's funny that you're saying productive fall. I'm actually looking to socialize. Do I'm, it, yeah. I'm feeling Please revved do. up. I want. I want to see people. I want to interact. I want socialization very badly. Yeah. So very good. That's me. Um. You want to talk about this big news mm. about Pallister stepping down. Yes. I am very much uninformed. Like, I saw the announcement. I have yeah. no idea what this means. Mm. I just saw the memes about, okay, if he resigns on Wednesday, how, yeah. how, how long will it take him to get to Costa Rica? And <laughs> Yeah, I don't actually know any of the details. So please enlighten me. Yeah, for sure. So as you said, he is stepping down. I believe it is on Wednesday. Um, I'm not sure who's going to replace him as premier. I think I've heard... Mm kind of speculation that it might be Kelvin Gotzen, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you say that. Um, Which is funny because he might just be as worse. <laughs> really? As bad, Just yeah. as bad? He's, he's very, very right-wing. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so, that wow. That's not, uh, okay, this is not a politics podcast. Nope. Um, anyways, so that's going to be interesting, and he's also stepping down as leader of uh, yes. the PCs or the Manitoba PCs. Um there's going to be a race sometime mm-hmm. soon and then probably an election sometime next year. Yeah, see, that all um, made sense to me, like the how a new leader's like that. I just, yeah. like, how can you just leave the premier spot? Like, I get leaving just the leave. party. But like, yeah, just, it just really, <laughs> just it's really, it sounds like, <laughs> yeah, it's just going to give the conservatives a lot of excuses of like, if, say, there is a fourth wave. Yeah. Which, I mean, at this point, I wouldn't even blame it on them because mm. they have mandated masks and they are forcing people to get vaccinated. If we have fourth wave, it will be legit. They can blame it on the people this time, it, in my pe- opinion. But yeah. yeah, they'll always be like, oh, well, you know, Pallister's going to be like, well, you can't blame it on me. I resigned. I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Kevin, Kelvin, Kevin, whatever. Kevin, Kelvin. The inter- yeah. I, you can't blame it on me. I'm the interim. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. just like, it's just they'll, they'll have a million of excuses now. Absolutely. Um, it's a good move for the party, yep. I think, uh, because then you can really... There, there's a lot to be said in terms of criticism of Pallister as a leader. Yeah. And this gives them an opportunity to put blame on somebody mm-hmm. else, on a person, and they can just say, look, we have a new leader now. You can vote for us again. Yeah. All that stuff. That, yeah, it gives the conservatives be like, well, you can't really blame us. We had an interim premier. We exactly. can't blame us. He's gone. You exactly. Know? Exactly. The, that's going to be the Smart whole thing. Smart political move. It, yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. But it should be interesting to see, well, first of all, what that leadership is going to look like and whether or not it works. I'm curious to see if getting a new leader will work for yeah. the people. Um, but yeah, I want to touch on. You mentioned, yeah, this fall you want to socialize a lot. Did yes. you socialize a lot this past weekend? This past, not really. Actually, I. <laughs> funny enough, I spent most of my weekend playing video games. Um, awesome. That was well, that was me. So it wasn't no very, socialization. Wasn't very nice out this weekend, anyways. Yeah. It's okay. It was. Yeah. It it rained though, which is nice. Yeah. Rain mm-hmm. is nice when you're inside. Anyways, yeah. I baked wedding cookies all weekend. I got you roped into that. Baked cookies? Yeah. Really? What and was that like? I, well, here's... 
So I've n- I don't think I've ever really baked before. Like obviously I've like mm. helped my grandma before, but I've yeah. never personally done everything by myself to bake. So I I guess I didn't do that with the cookies, but I've never had a macaroon yet. Now I can say yeah. that I've baked them because <laughs> I, I you still haven't had one. Know what? That's I ate it. I I was forced to eat my okay. creation at the end. And how was it? Yeah, not a fan. I knew I wouldn't be. It's just the consistency. I don't. I even just looking, I'm like, I know I won't like this. I yeah. am like, yeah. I mean, I gave it a four out of ten. Fair, fair. And I'm not judging like what I made. I'm judging just <laughs> macaroons and tall. Just, I'm just not a fan. Yeah. You're like, oh, what I made was exquisite. Just well, I, I assume it tastes like the best version <laughs> of that kind of dish. Oh, but <laughs> goodness. Oh, so yeah, goodness. That all my whole Saturday was that, and yeah. uh, my Sunday was just a bomb again. But whose wedding? Um. Girlfriend's sister. Oh, so cute. it's Very cute. yeah. The um, I was baking for the wedding shower, which I wasn't even invited. Well, like obviously I wasn't invited to it. Right. Uh, but right. it's it's funny that I got roped into baking all this without actually being able to even eat my creation and like see see the reactions of the people eating the baking. I just got sent home with the the discards, the the, the ones discards. that didn't make the cut, and uh, yeah, never got to. Gosh, seems enjoy. Like, seems like forced labor to me. A little bit, but I mean, it's it's worth it if I get to be, come to the actual wedding. That's fair. Which that is fair. I don't like. I've bartended so many weddings, yeah. uh, and I've only been to two weddings ever. So I've always been on the working end and never on the enjoying end of a wedding. Terrible. Well, uh, good luck to girlfriend, sister, and the new partner, or like whatever. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, it's actually funny. I'm golfing with the yeah. the girlfriend, sisters, <laughs> who the fiance, the 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 soon to be. Girlfriend, brother-in-law, beautiful uh, tonight. So, oh, okay. uh, see how that goes. Yeah, socializing and socializing with the groom. Yeah. Mm. Well, I wish you the best. Thank and you. And I wish Thank you. the groom the best. Wish both of them the best. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, awesome. Let's see. We have a ton of Amsu news actually. So, yeah. yeah unfortunately, if you were looking for a good time on this podcast, unless you like Amsu news, which you should, you should, you obviously should. <laughs> Uh, yeah, unfortunately, this podcast isn't for you. We are not going to be wilding out on this episode. Unless <laughs> uh, maybe maybe we do the red flag right now. Oh. Okay. And then we can get into all the Amsu stuff. Please. So, I'll, I'll, yeah. Um, let's see. Let's go with you've been dating for a year. Maybe even okay. like two. Let's go two years. Yes, you're very much yeah. committed into this relationship. Yep. yep. Um, you know, you are like borderline like, yeah, like I'm considering marrying this person. This mm-hmm. Things have been great. And then they get a little bit jealous, and they st- and they ask you. No, they don't even ask you. They just really kind of get mad at you when you talk to the opposite gender. They, mm-hmm. they, they're questioning you, and you hang out with a, a, an opposite gender. They're like, "Well, what happened?" What? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with though. So that starts to happen, and yeah. let's say a month later, it straight up becomes you can't talk to the opposite gender. Oh my word! Yeah. Oh my word. Um, that's that's definitely a red flag. I think not a deal breaker coming close to it yeah. honestly because after two years what i'm hoping for in a relationship is that we're both secure in right. the place that we're mm-hmm. in and that screams insecurity to me mm-hmm. it, it's oh why are you talking to this person what yes. do you talk about um and yeah that's what jealousy is in insecurity in a, in a sort of sense so definitely almost close to a deal breaker um i would say i'd entertain it for longer so if you're saying right. after a month maybe i'd entertain it for a couple more no, I don't want to say a couple of months. Um, I wouldn't entertain it for very long because I have a lot mm-hmm. of female friends yeah. and just my own personal. So, yeah, almost a deal breaker. 
yeah. um, honesty. That's kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think for me, first of all, I want to say this this red flag comes from Emily. So thank you, Emily, uh-huh. for uh, giving thank this you. idea this morning. Uh-huh. Um, I think for me, it'd be like, I think there would still, it's not like, there would still be ways to talk to the opposite gender. It's not like they, like, I could, I'd have to forcefully cut off all the friends. I just yeah. slow, like, they get mad at me every time I talk to the opposite gender. So mm. I just deal with the madness. And yeah, I think I would find myself slowly talking less and less to the opposite gender. Really? Um, okay. Well, I feel like because I'd be like, oh, like, I just, I, I not understand per se, but I just, like, because I think I would subconsciously start to find myself talking to the opposite gender less because yeah. I would see the response that it creates in my girlfriend. I th- so I'm going to go with a red flag, but I don't say deal breaker because I think they also hope would be mm-hmm. that if we're two years along and you maybe marriage is in the near future, the hope would be get married. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like no problem talking to the other gender. We're married. You know, there's, there should be no insecurity here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I find like, you know, also if I truly, truly liked, like, like I said, it's, you've been going for two years. Things have been great. If you, I was truly madly in love. I think, like, I would always value, like, our relationship over just, what, casual conversations with a friend. You know, it's toxic, but at the same time, I I would find myself being like, yeah, no problem. Like, Mm -hmm. I enjoy you so much that, like, I I don't get as much joy from talking to this other girl. Yeah, I'm going to pick you every time. Um, You know, you can make make more guy friends. No problem. (laughs) True. True. So that's where I can acknowledge that's toxic, Mm -hmm. but it's a toxic behavior that I could probably put up with pretty decently. Fair enough. Honestly, I think there's something to be said about you recognizing that it's it's a potentially toxic situation mm-hmm. and that you are willing or at least that you're aware of it and you're accepting it willingly. I think yeah. just going along with it is problematic, I would say. But if you're going with it, you know, then mm-hmm. go with it. I also truly believe like no one's free of toxicity. True. It's just about what you're willing to put up with. Mm. There's so mm-hmm. many there's things that like I can acknowledge that I'm so toxic about. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> uh, actually, one here's a weird yeah. one. Actually, this this is only one I had with um a previous girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked having her snap location on. Okay. Um, I at no point did I e- ever like worry about her cheating because mm-hmm. I'm actually a person that thinks that ve- is very much on the side of if you cheat, it just wasn't meant to be. No, no worries. Like I'm never gonna get jealous about them hanging with another guy. Actually, she did hang out with another guy, like watch a movie. I thought it was the funniest thing. Um, yeah, it was like, (laughs) actually, it's a funny text combo. It just says like, are you cool with me watching a movie with him? Like, yeah, for sure. It's like, aren't you jealous? Like, no, no, this is, this sounds good. This is hilarious. And it's funny because that guy later hit on her and like said like, choose him or me. And that made me laugh so hard because I was just like not insecure in the relationship. I I was just like confident in myself. But so I, going back to the snap location, it wasn't a matter of where are you? Mm -hmm. It was straight up just like, oh, if like you don't text me back for four hours, I'd be like, oh, that's weird. And I just want to check snap because, oh, she's at work. That's why. Or like, oh, she's out grocery shopping. It was more of just like a curiosity thing. Mm -hmm. I would want to know at some points where they are. Like, just like, oh, if if I saw her, maybe I didn't talk to her in the day I saw at work, I could then like text her, hey, how was work? Just like be more thoughtful. Mm -hmm. But I can fully acknowledge though that it's probably toxic to just come in and be like, hey, turn on your snap location. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, just, it was something she didn't want to and it was something I very much like, hey, can you please do this? It's just something I really like. like, And like, but I could acknowledge that it was toxic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know for myself if if I would say it's toxic, but your reasoning makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Just, it's not about surveillance. It's just about wanting. 
it's an extra source of information. Wanting to know more about you kind of thing. Exactly. Like exactly like you're saying, you know, if you haven't texted me back and right. you know, oh yeah, you just at work, no problem, wait or that kind of thing. So it makes sense, I think. Yeah. So I'm mm. also yeah, and like I guess another like again, just acknowledging toxic thing like again, no one's free <laughs> of toxicity. But at yeah. least acknowledge them and then be like trying one trying to work on it but like letting your partner know this is a toxic trait i have i am trying to work on it mm-hmm. but if if that's well that's why we play the red flag game yeah it's really listing toxic behaviors yeah. and seeing where people fall on the spectrum of okay i like you enough to put up with it kind exactly. of thing yeah exactly so yeah. anyways that's did cool. you have anything more on that otherwise we'll move on to the ups news no we can move on i thought that was a good one yeah thanks yeah. again emily yeah Shout thanks out. again emily so um yeah, I mean, who knows? Yeah, some people might just say, like, straight up deal breaker, I need to talk to the opposite gender. Some might be like, yeah, no problem. Uh, I recognize it's toxic, but that's okay with me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with many toxic behaviors, I guess that's why you should never really, like, friends on the outside who'd be like, oh, my God, that's so toxic. You have to, like, stop doing this. Like, no, people yeah. have different levels of thresholds for toxicity. That's true. And, and it's about, like, letting yourself feel it out and not have others influence what you deem as toxic and what you can and can't put up with yeah balance i think balance Balance. exactly because then at the same time you do want to listen to what they're saying because sometimes you don't see things because the emotion overcomes you yeah definitely exactly um i've been in situations where a friend's been like brendan you have to break up with her she's so toxic because she does that Mm -hmm. and i'd be like but that behavior doesn't hurt me so Mm -hmm. yeah like that's that's the thing it's like Oh, because it might hurt another person doesn't mean it hurts you. And even if you can acknowledge it's a, the world deems it toxic, yep. if it doesn't hurt you, is it really that toxic? <laughs> well, it's not. Right? It, in, like you're saying, it's a spectrum and it's right. subjective and it's just a matter of determining where you are. And mm-hmm. does it hurt me? Is it toxic? Or yeah. does it actually work with the way that I am in the mm-hmm. relationship? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Because um, another so. thing of it is something is a behavior that's not toxic but that hurts you and Mm. it's complete i find it completely okay for that person in that relationship to then ask for that behavior to stop even if the world deems it untoxic Mm, okay do you have an example um i'm trying not to out anyone here um (laughs) i'll I'll give the example of um so like clinging to someone at a party Mm. um that's not really toxic and hmm Okay, yeah, you're saying kind of talk. Kind okay, of, different example. Kind of, yeah. Um, well, actually, maybe maybe straight up even this this um, talking to other girls thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. that's not toxic. Uh, that's not like. But if that's hurting someone, you might be like, okay, yeah, the world deems it as a non toxic thing. But like, if it's hurting you, I'm going to take that into consideration. And actually, I won't say the opposite, Sanja. If yeah. it's say like this one specific person, I don't want you. I don't like them talk to you. Mm-hmm. The rest of the world be like, that's not like okay but i might deem as like well if it's hurting you Mm -hmm. then i will like take into consideration i might change my behavior yeah yeah and specifically with that example i think it's about considering the context as well like is this person a former romantic interest of some kind i guess what i'm saying is even if it's not even if it's Mm -hmm. just a complete stranger kind of almost uh, not complete (laughs) stranger even if it's like completely platonic friend Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like listen to my partner and like you know like I, even though even if all my friends are like oh that's not toxic to talk to yep. your friend I want to still consider my partner's feelings you yeah should. yeah anyways 
We'll move on to mandatory vaccinations. I know we talked about this last time, but I want to bring it up again. Because I'm out of student inquiries is getting kind of ridiculous. (laughs) I'm now more actually kind of angry at the university. Interesting. So I'm glad, like, I understand why they announced it so early. Mm -hmm. Because they wanted to give a heads up. But they they have no details about this hashed out besides the fact that we may, the one that's the the leading way we're going to enforce this is... um, a web portal will you show will you upload proof of immunization yep i'm getting yeah so i'm getting so many questions from students like hey um religious reasons can i get exempt hey i live with my parents who are anti-vaxxers and they're gonna kick me out if i don't if i get vaccinated uh what what kind of exemptions am i looking at and it's just like i don't know the university hasn't announced anything so i'm kind of we're going on two weeks mm-hmm. since this has been announced and nothing yep. has been hashed out. That's why I'm a little upset. It's just like mm-hmm. we're really leaving students in the dark for a long time on exemptions. They yeah. And we are going to get up to a point, winter semester, where mm-hmm. there aren't any exemptions. Mm-hmm. I wish they just had announced that. But with Benarash putting in its announcements, we will accommodate students. Now we'll get, that's what you get. A yeah. ton of students asking, well, what are the accommodations? And right now the university is like, we're still working that out. Yes, um, I think it was because it was it's Jared, please. <laughs> no one takes. Okay, <laughs> um, we're good. It was about announcing it right at the yeah. end of the day, and it was other universities are doing it. Yeah. We should just do it yeah. to follow suit. Yeah. And it, it's exactly like like you're saying. It was wasn't it an emergency COVID recovery meeting? And it was oh hey, so let's let's make it mandatory now. And mm-hmm. then everyone was just like yeah, that's what everyone else is doing. Yep. Let's figure out details yep. later, um, which is unfortunate from exactly what you're saying because then people are concerned with uh, the specific details, and the university is still figuring that out should have done it they should have done a preliminary okay we'll make them mandatory but this is our plan so yeah should have discussed amongst themselves come up with a plan and then announced it um instead of just trying to fit into the media hype that was happening with uh, universities announcing it so yeah, yeah. um we we'll have another there. emergency meeting tomorrow um, do you? details better be hashed out there because I've been purposely putting off these student inquiries now yeah. in hopes that like I can because I'm tired of just answering the de- like details that right. are being hashed out. I'm tired of responding to that and basically yeah. saying I don't know. So I've put off a couple for him this past weekend and hopefully the questions will be answered tomorrow and yep. I'll be able to get back to these students. If you are one of those students, I'm very <laughs> sorry I haven't responded to you yet. Yeah, it, it it's understandable because it's also um, COVID and things change quickly and all that stuff. Yeah. Fun times. Here's a fun little topic that I got questions from many different news sources on Thursday because uh, it kind of became known that there won't be a polling station for this federal election on campus. Yes. I want to hear your perspective first because I, it sounds like I gave a very different perspective to these news outlets. I will say Emily backed me up. So, so, (laughs) so, but let's hear it. Let's hear you out. So I think, Okay, initially I was just like, okay, no big deal. Mm-hmm. People aren't on campus. Yep. Doesn't really matter. My concern is more for mo- the program moving forward because how it works is that it allows. <coughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You tried. You tr- <laughs> there was there was definitely you tried. You absolutely <laughs> tried, and you get two points for trying. Oh, we'll um, we'll leave that in. I'm so sorry, <laughs> Tino. Continue. <laughs> no problem. Um, the program is so it's you it's great because what it allows students to do is vote 
in their writing, so mm-hmm. wherever they're from, but on campus. Yes. So, which is really cool, and I think is something that we should be encouraging more of. Mm-hmm. It's understandable that they're not doing it in the fall because maybe students are on campus, maybe they're not. My concern is if they decide not to bring that program back moving forward. Right. Um, then that's definitely a concern for me. And just as well, I think it's a little bit ridiculous that there's mail-in ballots and all that stuff, but there isn't a serious look at electronic elections. Right. Um, there's, 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 there's a lot to, to be said about security mm-hmm. and all that, but yeah, that's how I see it. Yeah, I think, um, actually, no, I'm 100% sure students are still able to vote in their writing. Yeah, okay. Uh, when they register the vote, you just like check off a couple things. Yep. So even though there's no polling station on campus, the nearest polling station, which there'll be one on Pemina, I believe. Yep. A little, yeah, a little out of the way um, for these resident students, um, but they'll still be able to vote in their riding. I, I will admit, yeah, your riding kind of does create somewhat of a barrier that instead of being able to walk, it's a, it's a probably an extra twenty minute walk now. Yeah, um, which that, isn't the worst. Yeah, what I said to, it's funny, it was actually French CBC, and the oh, article yeah. that was written was fully in French. I'm like, oh, so I guess he translated my words. Uh, basically, what I said is. From our survey results, we only had thirty. We only have thirty percent of undergraduate students who have at least one class on campus. Yes. Or in one lab. Now, there's only mon- there's Monday. Like that's the voting day. So mm-hmm. I can't. Remember, I believe there's early voting, but basically the chances of those students even being on campus on that Monday Seriously. go down even more, and that. I didn't think it would have that much of an effect on the election. It affects resident students, but even then, that's 400 students who are voting in very different, in all different writings. If it was 400 yeah. in just one writing, I think even that would make a difference. But because yeah. it's spread out, it's maybe like two in one writing, one in one another writing. Yes. Um, so I didn't think it would affect the election too much. Mm-hmm. But we are st- still trying to combat it with the Get Out the Vote campaign. Yes. We will be listing every vote polling station and listing the closest one to every student. So, stu- yeah, everyone who won't be able to vote on campus will at least have the information of what the closest polling station is yeah. to either if they're in residence or if they're at home. Yeah, so overall, yeah, I think COVID's going to be a bigger barrier to people voting than the, to students than just being having a polling station on campus, not having one here. True. I must say as well, though, that... Uh, even though you cannot vote on campus, you can still vote using mail-in ballots True. using the same method. So that that option is available to students. Mm-hmm. And advanced polls are also open, yeah. uh, like you were saying. So, yeah, it's not going to affect the election, not even by a lot, honestly. I don't see it being a big hit, but I just hope that they do bring the program back right, um, yeah. in the future. Yeah, so basically, again, what I said to um, Winnipeg Free Press and CBC is just like, it's not. I don't think it's something to worry about. I think overall, COVID making students more empathetic is probably a bigger barrier than yeah this. But yep. on the get out the vote campaign, yes. um, just want. I mean, we might even should get Emily just back on the podcast the the oh, week yeah. before the election to just talk about it more. Sure. Um, all the graphics will be released through our social media channels and um, just I guess more than anything, if this is just my preach about go out and vote, make your voice heard because more politicians will cater their platform to students when they see that there's a million post-secondary students in this country. If we all voted, yeah, you know, that makes up, and there's, what, 33 million uh, people in Canada. Yes. You know, if we make it, we make up a large portion of the voter base. So if we actually use our voice, 
you know, politicians will actually cater, yeah, again, cater the students more. But because we're not, why why should they care about students kind of thing? So yeah. don't feel like your vote doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Even if maybe your vote doesn't matter in your writing, you voting as a student matters in the grand scheme of students voting. And well, your voice will be heard in the future if you vote now. It will, yeah. And it, politicians are, you know, there's a lot to be said because whatever, but the simple thing about them is that they'll listen to whoever is speaking to them, and mm-hmm. if they see that a very large of their vo- percentage of their vote came from students, yeah. they'd be willing to do students while they when they get elected and mm-hmm. all that. So it is important, and even if you don't care about student issues, you do care about something as a person, and that thing that you care about is probably uh, controlled by the government in some aspect. Mm-hmm. So that's why you should vote. I mentioned that uh, only 30% of students have some form of in-person learning this fall. I just Mm -hmm. want to quickly go over, for the podcast listeners, the results of our survey, just to give more context about what are other students thinking when it comes to uh, COVID kind of thing. Um, So most students obviously are in favor of the mandatory vaccination policy. It was over 80%. Uh, They are actually, this is funny, Mm. they are indifferent to masks on campus but they are in favor of socially distancing the Mm -hmm. funny thing about that is the university is looking to remove socially distancing but Mm -hmm. there are no position to remove masks so i thought that was kind of funny that they the university and students align opposite there yeah uh students find that the flex model is the best way forward Mm -hmm. uh 50 of students wanted flex model over fully online and fully in person Mm -hmm. 30 percent wanted fully online and 20 percent wanted fully in person okay uh and then yeah just the majority of students are not going to be on campus this fall um for non-academic purposes they're not for and then like i said only 30 percent have some form of in-person learning so yeah just want to go over those survey results no that's good it gives a picture of um kind of what the numbers are going to look like on campus um i i have to say it it has been picking up a little bit there's more people a bit more buzz yeah and it's good to see it's good to see do you have any Amsterdam news before I just rattle off some quick things? Uh, you go and I'll think, okay. but I don't think so. Um, yeah, just Legal Aid set to launch in two days. Yeah, everyone's oh. going to be covered legally for free this year. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that's exciting. I'm going to sign the contract right after this podcast recording. Very nice. Um, we met with, MAPS met with Minister Wasco. It was actually on the day that the mask mandate came back. It was quite funny. Yeah. He kicked us out because he's like, I have to go to the press conference for for them announcing it. Uh, it went very well. Uh, yes. My favorite part was I pitched them the idea of uh, international students buying into the provincial health care system. Nice. And he looked at me like, you pitched that really well. I, you sold me. And so Good. then, we, yeah, we got uh, the conversation. He, he then went on to say, though, I'm not passing the buck, but this is something that's more for the health minister. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. But he's like, no, but please send me the proposal. We can work together on this. So uh, that was a big win there huge he's he's just such a personable person yeah uh because he's used to be a guidance counselor so he's talking to us like we're guidance counselor he's calling emily m and like just being very personal he used to be a teacher as well and love that it it was quite quite friendly i mean i you kind of have to be as a politician you can't just be the ass (laughs) well you can but people won't like you um want to mention about parking on campus this fall so you can buy uh, you can pick the days. It's You have to buy monthly, but you can pick the days you want to be on campus. So if you want to be on campus every Monday for a month, yep. it's $18 uh, per day. Wait, yeah, $18 for that day for the month. So okay. if you want, so that'd be like four Mondays, you pay $18. Say you want to be on campus for every Monday and Friday in the month. 
it would be 18 times the number of days. So it'd be 18 times two in that regard. So $36 okay. for that month. So yeah, Not parking bad. will be relatively actually cheap this this fall. Um, and then of Very course you can do the math, 18 times five if you want to be on campus all five days. And then yeah, just times by four for the semester. Okay, now the math is getting confusing, but you get what <laughs> I'm saying. $18 per day per month. Per day, okay. But per day as in like every Monday that month, not just one one set date of the month. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's also on their website, I'm sure. Yes. Is it? Yes. Okay, good. Um, so I'm not following with that. <laughs> you don't have to. You bike yeah. today. I, I do. I've never. I don't know parking. I don't know the people are always saying N lot, B lot. Yeah, that's true. X lot. I'm like, what? Yeah, what we'll we'll see? do this. We'll learn as we go. So N lot admin loop. Okay, I got that one. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then we'll just keep it there, and I'll tell you one more lot every podcast. Actually, you know you lot. That's the... Yeah, it's a big one, and then B lot is behind. in the back. Yeah, okay. Honestly, and then yeah. last one, Q lot, St. Paul's area. Okay. And Isn't there an A lot? A lot, Helen Glass. Okay. Like, you know, Sorry. education, Helen Glass. You know, when you walk out of the sliding doors by Helen Glass? Yes, yes, Right yes. there. So in front of St. Paul's, and then behind... Oh, okay. Wait, I guess it would be behind St. Paul's. You know it. Okay, St. John's. St. John. So that... Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god maybe that's sorry st john's yeah. right you used to live in yes. those that parking lot by parker by arms that's, that's a, a okay i can't okay. remember what helen the helen glass lot is um okay. which is dumb because i'm even parked there today <laughs> um we'll we'll learn as we go yeah. but yeah last two things yep. mobile vaccine clinic will be on campus so if you're worried about <laughs> you know this mandatory vaccination policy, don't worry. You can get it while on campus. Yes. Up until September 22nd, then you have to already be, have your first dose. Yeah, that's not bad. Plenty no, of time. Plenty and of time. Is the... So the, I know the mobile vaccine place. Yeah. Is the UHS doing vaccines as well still? Or no? I'm very sorry. I don't know. But yeah. my best guess would be yes. <sighs> and then finally, degrees to open September 7th. I don't, you can get into that. You're, do, you're handling the marketing on that a bit. Yes, a little bit. But um, my, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to do this, but my idea was just, you know when they do like the nuggets falling from on top of the camera? Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, my idea was to do that with chicken, chicken fingers. Chicken fingers, yeah. nice. Uh, we got to pick them first still. We do. That's what, actually like, pick them, like the flavors and stuff? or No, remember them? what Thomas was talking about? We she's april from degrees is bringing in eight different chicken fingers and we as execs are going to taste test them all and pick which ones that's hilarious i didn't actually pick up on that oh that's news to me i'm so excited for that yeah you yeah. will have an active part in determining what students what chicken fingers will be served at wow. degrees this year oh my god they didn't tell me this before i ran what honor what well, responsibility we, we, we didn't know about it but yeah it's definitely wow. a great perk that we are deciding for 20 this is why you elected us to represent you <laughs> We are picking Dude. the chicken fingers for the 26,000 students. It's it is. It's important work. It's important work. It no, that's exciting. Um, but yeah, Degrees is opening back up. Um, should be next week, I think, the 7th sometime. And we're excited to have Degrees open. It's going to be slower a little bit just to accommodate the decreased traffic. And um, yeah, it's going to be good. It's coming back full force. I believe they're still hiring some of the front of house staff. Mm. So come on down grab some degrees food degrees food is probably the best food on campus yeah, um i'm just I would agree. you know yeah a little bit biased but yeah we're excited about that and hopefully our other businesses should start opening up in the coming months or so actually i'll be honest i don't even think it's a biased opinion like genuinely what other food is better on campus 
it's a good question. I think the Saints compete. Um, so St. John's has okay, gotcha. Saint no, Saint Paul. Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, I for yeah. whatever reason I was only thinking about places in the tunnels, and I'm like Campo doesn't compare. Obviously, no. not Tim's, not Subway, no. no, not the Hub. Well, I mean, like not that the Hub food's bad, but yeah, yeah you, the degrees hub. is specified for food. The Hub specified for alcohol. Exactly. GPAs exactly. is just well, convenience, and no. IQs doesn't really Coffee. have much. Yeah. Really. So, but you're right. There are then the indep- independent, quote unquote, St. John's, St. Paul's, and yes, Greenhouse. Um, I don't think compares. Greenhouse. Oh yeah, cafe. Greenhouse Cafe. Yeah, it's okay. It's not all that good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, probably the best food on campus. It might be interesting to determine that to do some kind of thing. But yeah, we'll have that back. And chicken fingers, as mentioned, yeah. everyone's excited. I'm super excited for the chicken fingers. And then there's a whole range of degrees. I mean, we say chicken fingers, but there's Mexi hash bowls. There's yeah. those. Um, what is it? The the grilled cheese with mushrooms. I'll be honest, and I'm not picky either. I don't oh, know yeah, anything degrees sells. <laughs> My gosh. Um, yeah, they have a very diverse menu, and yes. it's very sustainable. They do True. they do the most. So and it's uh, it runs with no profit. Like we slash prices. Oh, for as a student service, you mean? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Like the there's no markup on the actual food. Like, oh, I see. Is it. what I mean. Like what oh. you're paying is you're paying the food and what it costs to cook the food and that's Beautiful. it like there's no profit being made from degrees and that keeps yeah. every other restaurant at the university in check because they can't raise their price at prices and gouge right. students because well then everyone would just come here they Beautiful. have to stay competitive just providing services all the way through that's what i'm saying i'm so for you <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm so renewed <laughs> i'm so renewed yeah we can't really use that I mean, you and me can use Amsu for you. Yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, last thing I want to mention is the Darius Hunter Scholarship. So our dear friend unfortunately passed away yep. um, two weeks ago now. Um, and in his name, Amsu's, well, it's not just Amsu. Mm-hmm. Uh, some select individuals have created a scholarship in his name, and Amsu was just the first to donate to it. We've donated $25,000 from the uh, endowment fund uh, yep. towards it. The goal is $200,000, um, so, you know, open up your heart if you feel like it and uh just you just google darius hunter memorial scholarship uh should come up but yeah hopefully the the university is looking to donate to um uh the law faculty is looking to donate because he did graduate from law and Mm -hmm. he was very heavily involved in amsu so that's why we wanted to go ahead with this project yeah no it's uh it's a great memorial scholarship and it will go towards l1 l2 and l3 students yes i believe so if you are in law or if you're thinking about going into law definitely look into this and uh yeah no it 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 was sad when darius passed away but at least now um there's positive that's coming out of it and uh supporting students is kind of what the what amsu is for so Mm -hmm. it's just another avenue to do that yeah if I had a quarter for every math problem I got wrong, <laughs> I would have $8.60. Like, it's ridiculous how many I get wrong. <laughs> that adds up. That is perfect. Yeah. That is beautiful. I will give it, because I caught on to what you were doing very quickly, yeah. I will unfortunately only okay. give it a 4.3. Um, I just Dang. divided the 8.6 by 2. So, <laughs> yeah. you know Quick what? maths. You know what? <laughs> Here's a, yeah, I guess I won't give you a quarter then. You got that question right. <laughs> But um, that's all we have, the time we have this week. Um, the song of the week actually comes from Jared. So Jared okay. told uh, me to listen to Girl in Red, and she had a new album. And yeah. he mentioned Serotonin, but my favorite from the album is actually I'll Call You Mine. But Serotonin's good. 
Uh, we fell in love in October. Big TikTok song oh, a year okay. ago. That's Many right. have probably heard it. And lastly, she has a song that's just a period. Like, how would you pronounce that? It's just dot. Just dot. Yeah, it's just a dot. How do you even search for that? Will it come right. up if you just like, like you have to use the like the period button? Let me let me see if it comes up. Yeah, it does actually. Oh, yeah, type in wow. period, then it comes they up. They did it. Not not type in period, like not typing in P E R I O T. It's legit. The punctuation. There it is. Type in the punctuation. That is period. And that's the song title. But yeah. So here's I'll call you mine by Girl in Red, and we'll see you guys next week. And don't forget to spread good vibes. Good vibes only. Peace. Ooh.